Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah, even though, as you reminded me, just don't ever say anything about DC, because when I do, <laughs> I'm thinking that my streak of, like, not talking about DC news is was intact. What happens? <laughs> hey, when you say intact, how long was the streak? Because I made, I, it, I made, I made it a month. <laughs> a month? A hey, that's month. good for me. That's good. That's good. Considering that I was just like any little no- morsel, I would like throw it on the on the on the rundown, and then I I made it a, a maybe a month and a week or something like that. So I was I was I was doing well, and then I had a relapse. <laughs> okay, listeners, <laughs> please tell me someone has been tracking. <laughs> I. I, yeah, I spent at least a month with a lot of things, except for his streak. So can someone <laughs> please go back and tell me when is the last time he brought it up? And so we can have the exact math. Really appreciate that. You will hear our Twitter handles at the end of this of how you can get that information to me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, very curious. Um, yeah. But yeah, like literally overnight, you have basically a full paragraph of things you want to talk about regarding the news and okay things i want to talk about too i i i I tend to rely on will to really give me the news updates (laughs) 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 um but um and i blame time differences y'all i have that card there's a huge time difference (laughs) yeah yeah um but um, anyways, so so yeah, I I don't even know where to start with this. I mean, the the one thing that I really want to get off my chest in regards to all of the DC news is in regards to Wonder Woman three. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's just start there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not gonna happen. And the moment I saw that, Will, I, th- I thought to myself, color me not surprised <laughs> at mm. all. I just, you know, I I just look back at when Patty Jenkins um, came out on, um, I don't know, when they did the big uh, Star Wars unveil, mm. and she had a moment talking about, I think it was Rogue Squadron. Yep, that's the one. Right, which also, right. Which is also chilled now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly my point. Like, there was something about it that just rubbed me the wrong way. And I already had a mental note saying, yeah, that's going to get canceled. Um, And so, considering how unloved Wonder Woman 1984 is, Mm -hmm. um, I am really not surprised by this. Um, Just between, I don't know. I I feel like what Patty Jenkins did was lightning in the bottle with the original Wonder Woman. And if she could capture that again, she would have done so with the sequel. Yeah. But she really didn't because, and I don't think you can blame that on COVID or anything. That's just a bad movie. It is. It is. (laughs) It's a bad movie that Will made me watch twice. Um, yeah, well, we well, funny about that, yeah, because we were going to do we were, that. Obviously, it was during the pandemic, so like everyone was doing watch-alongs and stuff during that time, <laughs> and we were planning on doing one until we watched it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, no way in hell, no way, yeah. I can't do this. <laughs> First of all, yeah. it's forever. Second of all, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But I mean, watching bad movies with friends is always funny. But yeah, still recording your reactions. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. And then you were telling me during the pre-show that the main reason is because apparently she decided to walk away because she didn't like the feedback and the honesty of, hey, your ideas for the script suck. Yeah. Um, which, you know what? If only we had that for 1984. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, of course, when the, fir- the news first broke yesterday, it was James Gunn and, and Peter Safran did. Yeah, they got probably they got the script treatment from Patty and, um, and, a, co- and a couple other DC execs as well. And, uh, and they just really didn't didn't like it, and, and you know, as as we've gotten more information, yeah, the feedback was given to her, um, you know. So they didn't. So it didn't sound like the project was was going to get canceled there at first. It, but uh, when she, apparently, according to, I think there's like depending on which trade you look at. Bottom line, sounds like she, I think the consensus is she didn't like the feedback. And she has taken her ball and going home. So, right. and, you know, and interestingly enough, I guess this was Tuesday or Wednesday. I thought it was Tuesday. Yeah. You know, Gal Gadot, you know, sent out a tweet to say, I'm so looking forward to playing Wonder Woman again. Cause I think it was, I guess it was maybe it was the anniversary of the first film. Cause, you know, with that, you know, with the iconic scene of her coming out of the trench. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, or, or was was Wonder Woman the original? That was a summer movie, right? I think it was a summer movie, but in any yeah, event, a- <laughs> yeah, yeah, in any event, yeah. But she, uh, so people were reading it many ways. Whether it's uh, you know, did she get a heads up that this was about to happen, and she was just sort of trying to distance herself from Patty, or or you know, whatever whatever the case may may be. Um, I think she is still. In the in, you know, playing Wonder Woman again is still apparently in the cards for her now. So even though this particular film by Patty's done, I think Peter Safran and, and James Gunn are still open to her continuing uh, as the character because I mean you know she she was a like you said at the beginning. I mean that movie was lightning in a bottle and everything from critical box office fan reaction everyone universally liked it so yeah yeah, yeah. Be, because of chris pine's blue 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 eyes yeah well maybe. yeah <laughs> i mean, <laughs> I, I mean the, the chemistry between her and chris pine mm-hmm. like it it is lightning in the bottle and so uh, so as much as i hate 1984 yeah. there seems i still really yeah like. there yeah that was the one it, that was a redeeming quality that film. Yeah, it, it's just crazy to me. And then I'm like, where is the romantic comedy starring those two? Because that should have happened five years ago. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I mean, when you get chemistry like that and, and I think if, if with, if a lot of these directors who came onto these franchises, I think James is probably taking a page from Feige's book and is like, no, we're like, we're going to tell this story and either you can, you can be a part of it. And, um, but that's, that's a collaborative process or you can go and make your independent films like, and tell the stories that you want to, but that's not how it's going to work here. So 
And and I think again, that's what DC has needed for a very long time is someone to really look at it from the perspective of from the from the thousand foot perspective as opposed to like these inter independent franchises that are all of a sudden gonna get tied all together and then yeah. it's like no, it's it has to be a consistent story through and through um at at all levels. So and and it's it's funny because while you were talking about Gal Gadot, I kept looking at that headline about how, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Aquaman 2 will be Jason Momoa's last appearance as a character, um, and then Gunn may um, cast him as Lobo. Mm -hmm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Will. Yeah. Did we or did we not, when Lobo appeared in this lovely little underappreciated show called Krypton? Mm hmm or did we not say Jason Momoa would knock that shit out of the park? <laughs> I think we did. We had to go back and check the tape. I mean, that's been about four or five years ago now, but it was, yeah, we did. We did. I think you're so, right. Yeah. So if you, if you're telling me we can, we can lose Aquaman, but in return we get Lobo. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Hell yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me yeah. up. <laughs> Exactly. Well, Krypton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But you're right. I mean, that's yeah. That was that that, that Lobo story. Um, yeah, first was there. I know. Um, it, also, the um, James Gunn uh, did go go to Twitter today because he is, like you said, he is really becoming that the Feige. Even though you know, Feige always. It does the big presentations at Comic Con and, and other things, but uh, James, you know, goes to Twitter, and he did say that. So, so as far quote as far as as for the story yesterday in the Hollywood Reporter, some of it's true, some of it's half true, some of it's not true, and some of it we haven't decided yet whether it's true or not. And he goes on, you know, in on the stream, and he does talk about the fact that, like as you were saying, the the DC universe is very fractured. Uh, because there are, because apparently the Matt Reeves project, for example, is still going to go forward um, as far as Batman 2. And oh, I was that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. But also I was even reading, I was also reading another story um, before, as prepping for tonight, just right before we started, uh, how I guess J.J. Abrams' super Black Superman project is still, still alive. Uh and uh, a couple others uh, as well. So, um, so still, even if they're alive right now, let's yeah. just. And as much as James is, seems to be making some good decisions, well, mm -hmm. this is the same studio that brought us 14 years in the making, um, Black Adam. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so, like, like again, I. I I like the decisions James is making. Do I trust the studio? Hell no. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I don't trust yeah. anything yeah. until I'm in the theater watching the movie. <laughs> yeah, for, for real. For real. When you get when I see a flash trailer, I'm be like, I still don't think it's coming. <laughs> well, well, flash. Yeah, well, they did. They did. Uh, funny. They, they so they moved the flash up from June 23rd to June. June 16th. So they moved they moved it up a week. And I guess in all this other, I mean, there's just so many things that drop with this because uh, it, there, there's the whole Henry Cavill aspect of this. And one of the things that uh, has been 
that was brought up again is whether or not Henry has a, a has a deal to play Superman with with studio and you know of course he released that Instagram video sometime back saying I'm back as Superman and and I guess if he was just talking about the cameo that he filmed for the Flash film then yeah he, he's back for for that assuming that it will make the cutting room floor because that film apparently is still unlocked. So they're still tweaking with it and, and making adjustments to it. And, and Jason Momoa and, and Gal are also rumored to be possible cameos. And, and it is given that it is flashpoint as far as the, 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 the theme of, of the, and the plot of the film it makes total sense that all these characters could show up, but yeah. So, you know, so there's that piece, um, and you know and as i said you know, also there's joker too so all these other things so i guess it sounds like there's still going to be this box of stuff that has already been greenlit that james and james gunn's going to have to just work work around or work through and then i guess once the snyderverse film films all sort of wrap themselves up which i guess we'll have the flash next year and uh, aquaman 2 at the end of the year um then I guess we'll just sort of see what, what happens there. Will they just use these actors and just recreate a new universe with with Jason as Lobo now? <laughs> and I guess I guess Ezra Miller, I guess, will go, who knows what'll happen with it. But then also, um, I heard I was listening to uh Roca and Jeff Snyder on the N Schneider today, and I guess um speaking of another project that was cut, I guess uh apparently they were, they were going to do a Michael Keaton uh, solo Batman film, but uh, apparently they got the kibosh as well. So, I mean, there's just little scoops and little things that are dropping like left and right with this story. So, I mean, it's, it's just like a, it's just a, it's a, this is a gold mine for, 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 for folks in our space, as far as like the, you know, right. it's, it's a, con- it's a content generator for, for at least a week. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. it, like DC is a content generator for our entire yeah. podcast for years. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. But on on that note, like something that I hope James does and is the Ixnay on let's have multiple versions of these characters, especially the quote unquote holy trinity. Because mm-hmm. we we've said it, like we used to watch Batwoman. It's it's so oversaturated that world that 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 we just spent an entire season of Titans with that mythology, and and no matter what they do, it's never as interesting as Bruce Wayne in the city, and we have that right now. So I just I I feel like they have it stuck in their minds that this is something that can be mined. And yeah, I understand that considering the Joker made a billion dollars, but at the same time, (laughs) these, these other projects, they're not the Joker. It's not the Joker is barely a comic book movie. (laughs) Like it is a very disturbing and depressing movie. (laughs) You're right. You're right. So, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just worry about like DC still dipping into these quote unquote wells that we've like, come on, guys, get some new characters. And I mean, yeah. 
hopefully he does that considering this is James Gunn who made Peacemaker like mm-hmm. arguably one of my favorite shows and characters over the last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And and we were really I first got to know James Gunn when he introduced us to the Guardians of the Galaxy and nobody really knew about them before. So I just hope that they do. He does not focus on the Holy Trinity like there. Yeah. You can make this a bigger universe without having yeah. 45 versions of Batman. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I think, you know, we do, we, we do have Blue, Blue Beetle coming up next year. Right. I mean, we got the, for example, even though that's done, even though that was greenlit under the prior regime, uh, but to your point, James can use a character like that, like me hell, like Polka Dot Man in, in, the, in, in the Suicide Squad. I mean, I mean, I know Blue Beetle's a little bit higher up in the public consciousness than Polka Dot Man, but point being that you made, he we he has a track record of taking characters that aren't so well known and get and, and really tell good stories with them because well, honestly since they aren't as well known uh there's the, the, the expectations are are not as high be, because you've had this big mythology that's built up around the the the, right. the holy trinity and so right. you, you do have a little bit more freedom, like what you have with a peacemaker to tell that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, uh, yeah, so I think I, I, that's the one thing that I am very encouraged about having James at the helm of DC studios, because it, he, he and Peter Safran will have that, that freedom. And then, you know, you know, and, and hopefully we'll, 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 we'll run with that and, and, and be commercially successful and, and not having to send sad tweets like Dwayne Johnson is saying, Oh yeah, I made a profit, <laughs> which has a whole nother story, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. yeah. Black you Adam. Yeah. You know yeah. what I want James to do? Um, because correct me if I'm wrong, but there's um, one of my favorite characters from the Suicide Squad was was a little rat named Sebastian. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so so where is the Sebastian Eagley buddy cop drama? Like, come on. <laughs> come on. We have it. We have an I am Groot like yeah. little we have a... thing. So yeah. so I want I want Sebastian and Eagley prime time. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, you know, apparently James, apparently they will have the live action and DC animation. So they could do a I know these those are live action characters, but maybe they could do it like an animated thing. Because I mean DC's animated house has been overall, you know, kicking ass. Unlike what, the, was, what was yeah. that thing from Doom Patrol? With, oh, I was just uh, thinking that. Steel and stone. I was just thinking steel that when stone. you were like. Steel and stone for life. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad oh, Doom Patrol is coming back. Steel and oh, stone. Yeah. Love it. Yep. yep. Um, yeah. Um, in other news and talking about universes expanding, The Boys TV spinoff Gen V dropped its first teaser trailer this past weekend. Now, Will, I watched this. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only thing I remember was just it's just a lot of blood. Well, you know, yeah. it just seemed it were my. It, honestly, when I watched it, I felt like they were just trying too daggone hard to be edgy, just because it's the boys. 
that was my that, that was my vibe from the trailer. Yeah, I, I will be honest. Um, I remember seeing the thumbnail for this pop up over the weekend, mm-hmm. not really remembering about the Gen V, the boys spinoff show. Yeah. <laughs> so so it wasn't until I saw it on the rundown, like, oh, oh, I have to. OK. Yeah. And then I watched it and I'm like, OK, this just. I get I got CW vibes from it personally, like a very R-rated CW vibe. Yeah. Um and and I don't know why they're marketing it that way when the boys let's look back on how they market their seasons. There there's a lot of blood, but they <laughs> they do it in such a sat, satire way that the 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 trailers are hilarious and and so i don't know there's something off but we're we're suckers for this stuff so of course we're gonna watch it um and i mean we're watching titans so we're gonna watch (laughs) okay we're gonna watch tv but um it's, it's really gonna take a character like homelander which on that note love that Anthony Starr is getting the recognition that he deserves. Why this man has not won an Emmy is beyond mm-hmm. me or been, I don't even think he's been nominated for an Emmy, but we, every time we're watching the boys, we talk about him and this performance because it's just uncanny to me how this despicable character for some reason, yeah. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> but I like you. <laughs> I don't know I, why really yep. shouldn't <laughs> there's something weird here yep. <laughs> um but but i was so happy when i saw that news about him finally being nominated for a critics choice um award yep. and um along with i know andor got a lot of accolades yep yeah diego luna uh, was also in the best actor category and and the show was been in best drama yep yeah um Diego, I love you, but that, like if the show is called Andor, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Anthony Starr just does yeah. something else. With yeah, that's a, I don't that's, think he's gonna win. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, if anything, I, you know, that's a that's a, that category because also uh, Bob Odenkirk from um, Better Call Saul. I mean, I know, but Better Call Saul and like uh, Abbott Elementary, I guess, were were like the uh, runaway nominees for 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 critics choice and in, in the acting categories and 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 um comedic you know drama and comedy and everything else but um yeah but uh also our our other house of the dragon i also it was also nominated for in the drama category yeah uh and um as well as obviously euphoria uh, and I think Severance was another one. I know you. I know you just recently watched it. Yeah, I did. Um, I'm. I'm not as big on Severance. Um, probably because House of Dragon. Like, that's my favorite show of the yeah. year. Uh, no surprise to anybody who listens to me talk about TV shows. Um, I'm curious, did the girl who played younger Renera, did she get nominated? She did for she supporting, did? yeah. Yes, Amelia Ac- 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 
Yeah, did get okay. it nominated, and Matt Stone were only not Matt, Matt Stone, Matt Smith Matt. were the only acting categories. Uh, both were supporting actors and actresses. Uh, those were the only performance categories for that show. I was really surprised okay. Patty didn't get nominated. Okay, okay. Everybody, please strike from record everything I said about the Critics' Choice nominations. Because are you <laughs> kidding me? Are yeah. you kidding me? I was looking for Patty, and I did not see him on the list. And I was just like, really? I'm I mean, so I would have, I mean, I, as much as I, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think of who else is on the category I would knock out. But, um, but, um, I, yeah. I, I, I I would, you know, I just went on a rant about Anthony Starr. You, you know, did did you not see the walk to the throne? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on! Yeah, did you real. not see his final episode? Like, that is a master class. But, yeah. but whatever. Fine, yeah. fine. As yeah. long as he's nominated and wins the Emmy, I will yeah. be okay. I agree. I agree. I, I think he'll probably, we'll probably, we'll probably see Patty for People's Choice, and then, and then I will think the Emmys. You're right. Uh, it will be riots. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there will be riots, yeah. but come on, did yeah. you not see the walk to the throne? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> God, yeah. man, award shows are weird. <laughs> they are. They are. Uh, oh my god anyways all right so so going from talking about shows and awards and critical acclaim we're gonna move on to what you want to do <laughs> do yeah, you want to talk about a series finale or a mid-season break let's do a mid-season break first okay so it's been weeks since we've really sat down and talked about titans I have actually managed to stay up on this show. Like I've I've been caught up. Will had to do a binge, and you'll hear about that in a minute. But I've managed to walk watch basically week to week. Um. <laughs> I will say this, even though I had to, even though I know I didn't stay up week to week, this has probably been the from the most consistent start to this show because normally i know we talked about it the last time when we talked about titans and after the third episode or so it kind of falls off because i'm you know like for example when when hank was killed um that was sort of like peak of that season and then it kind of just kind of muddled through and then it, it like ended um right that was a th- the end of a three episode arc that they did to launch the previous season, which to me is the best three episodes in all of Titans. Yeah, like, I agree. I I don't. I think that why you're saying it's consistent is because I agree with you to an extent that the first half of the season they clearly knew there was going to be a break, so they wrote it and structured these what is it six episodes five episodes six Six episodes so that you saw this um descent of sebastian into becoming brother blood and and how that's connected to mother mayhem who is also his mother and how he's connected to raven who actually has not been bothering me this season she's been used correctly 
Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, they have written her very well. And I, I guess, is she, isn't she also Sebastian's, like, half-sister? Yes, yes, yeah. because they're they're both, um, Trigon is both of their fathers, except the prophecy always talked about a girl. Mm-hmm. And so when Sebastian was born, he was discarded, which, you know, looking at it is actually a cold twist because typically mm-hmm. they would discard the girl in favor of the boy. So it's an interesting little thing that they did there. Um, Now, that all being said, why the heck did they screw up Connor? (laughs) Connor, for me, has always been very interesting. And this season, I thought we were going to get the Connor story, like the Connor saga. And man, like, you kill Lex in the first episode, and next thing you know, it's not, it's not super, it's not, it's not what they could have done with the Superman mythology that they did last season with the Batman mythology. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's because you still have Dick Grayson as the lead or if it's because they like, like, what do you know? Another DC show doesn't understand Superman. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, go and talk to Lois and Superman writers. What can I tell you? Go and grab the Krypton writers. Yeah. But, but I, so I'm disappointed by that. And I see the flirtation between Jinx and him. And I know yeah. where that's going. But yeah. And then I also, I also don't really, I'm not, I kind of understand what they're doing with Gar. But mm-hmm. I still feel it's they're not using him. It's not meshing as well as it could be with everything else that's going on, especially given him and Connor are best friends and yeah. his relationship with Rachel. Yeah. So they, 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 I feel like they are a bit scattered at the mm-hmm. moment with what they want to do. And it's a constant game of like, oh, but but let's just focus on making sure the viewer sees how Sebastian becomes brother blood. Like Mm -hmm. let's rather opposed to focusing on these, these uh, hero narratives, we're going to like make that our primary focus or, or the through line. And maybe we'll figure out in the second half, how to tie everything together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I, I, I hear, I hear what you're saying. And I think with the Connor stuff, Take each character for, for 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 me. I agree with you with Connor. I mean, I think you know he he was the MacGuffin <laughs> for how yes Dick and you know basically how Mother Mayhem and was going to get Sebastian to come and, and drink drink out of the blood and, and you know and and, and fulfill the the death the, the the line there so that um you know with the blood moon and all that kind of stuff so so I, I i there were points in this first half of this season where i was kind of like okay all right yeah you got infested with the snake and you're doing these things and we have the lex story and this and the clark story and how the daddy issues and and we thought we were resolved with them and or not but so that yeah so i agree with you there are some points where i felt connor was one of the more interesting characters in the past seasons 
not you know kind of just sort of used as a plot device to move things move things along i will say though that with the the thing that i did like in connor's arc was really leaning into the lex side of the personality um and and like you know because we after you know we start the sixth episode and he shaves his head and really you know so so like you said they have they have all these various threads and then so we're going to pull on this thread of of lex connor (laughs) and see where that see where that goes and 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 so seeing that dynamic between him and dick um during that during that episode and 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 as far as especially like how they were going to try to cut things off as far as the you know having the blood moon and all that kind of stuff well i i really like that piece of it uh with the with the first half uh gar i I actually i think they've been doing gar really well this season because they finally gave him a purpose yeah with with yeah with uh with introducing the red and 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 really like i guess since they really are you know digging into the metaphysical and and the magical in this season and tap and having him tap into one of these elemental forces in, in the dc universe uh, so he can you know, see into the future and and then and and really get fully realize his powers. I mean, like we, we, he finally was the gorilla, you know, that which everybody's for Beast Boy. That's all, you know. We we've been waiting for that. So, so I think they've been really utilizing Gar a lot better this season. And then and then Raven the same. Uh, I, I like the how they've had. I mean, they've had Raven and Corey paired off before, uh, but I think. Now, since I guess Gar and, and, and Raven both are matured and they're not you know, so you know now now Tim Drake is the, is the new guy and, and Gar and 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 Raven are, are are the more mature hero next I guess the middle level heroes in the bunch so you know so I like the dynamic they have with Corey and 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 uh, and, and Raven. Yeah. No, I mean. Maybe that's why I like what they did in this last episode with Corey and Rachel because we've seen it before and mm. how it was a twist on the first season where Corey was out to kill Rachel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so you thought like, oh, so they're going to like convince Sebastian that. I mean, I knew at the end of the day, Corey was going to try to kill Sebastian, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you see, you see your your future unborn child, and mm-hmm. like nobody's ever going to take that away from me. Um, and maybe that's why it's like what I was trying trying to explain before is it's not that I don't like what they're doing with Gar. Yeah. I just think it's a bit messy, and maybe mm-hmm. that's because I'm not seeing as much potential. Like he seems very independent from everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is both good and bad because he's been very dependent in the past and kind of like to your point, kind of just an accessory to a bunch of other people's storyline. Now he has his own storyline, but maybe I wish that Dick was more tied to that, just like mm-hmm. Corey's still tied to Rachel. Mm-hmm. Um, so we could still see how these two characters who have stepped into these like maternal and paternal figures for these two adolescents are like, like they're aging together. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense. Um, 
But yeah, I, I just, I, I agree, like I said, to an extent that it's a very consistent six episodes. They knew what they wanted to do, but I do feel, I do still have a sense of um, spinning, spinning a lot of threads yeah. and my trust that everything will come together very thin. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like this show has done me so dirty in the yeah. past that I'm like, I, I don't, I yeah, don't know. I, I don't know. I'm there with you. I, I'm there with you. That's why I was kind of reluctant. That's why I was just sort of like, okay, I'll, you know, we had other things that we were covering and, and also just other shows that I kind of picked up on, like Tulsa King and other things I was really getting into. So I was like, I'll get the Titans when I get to it. But, but I just, I was pleasant, as I said I was, earlier, I was pleasantly surprised they they and it maybe it was to their i mean they, i think they, they they listened to us and many other folks that uh as far as fixing that middle because like okay. and maybe and and breaking things apart to d6 and i think it's six or seven on the back end uh really yeah i mean it, it follows the, the old traditional model of like the you know having a mid-season break and, and ending things on the cliffhanger, which they they definitely did so with with you know blood, blood brother blood and 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 wiping out everybody, but I guess Gar and who else survived? Was it just Gar, or did Rachel also make it from the whenever he whenever he screamed out at the end? I, I can't remember right now, but I know Gar did because he went into the red, so he's like in the multiverse, which I guess. You know, that's how, you know, I, I know we'll, we'll talk about Stargirl in a bit. And I guess that's how, I guess, Courtney will somehow show up in, in the second back half of, of season season four. Um, because there are oh. different, different Earths. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. forgot that she was showing up on Titans. Yeah, yeah. Yep, she will be there. So, um, so and I guess... Yeah, because I mean, like I said, I, we don't know what happened to the rest of them. They all disappeared whenever when Sebastian yelled out. So we, we yeah. So yeah. so like there's a lot of like you said, completely agree with you. There are a lot of threads that they have left, but I think the way they structure having the having the, the the season structured the way that they have structured it, uh, I, I think will will hopefully on the back end we'll have a just as consistent narrative. Uh, on the back end and uh, will be a, a satisfying season four for this show. Yeah. Well, now I just have fears of a crossover, like, oh, yeah. well, like kind of, kind of causing, causing like whatever crossovers are very hard to pull off and work mm -hmm. correctly for all shows involved. Like sometimes mm -hmm. it just feels like a pit stop or a detour or like, man, we were, we were going strong and then we had to finish this crossover and now we're back here. But yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see. I mean, and on that note, why don't we jump into Stargirl and it's yeah. series finale. Um, Stargirl is another show that I think maybe we talked about once or twice as the season um, has been on just because we've prioritized other shows yeah. Um, over it and it was announced earlier this year that this is its final season um, and they the writers knew beforehand so they kind of they they were prepared and you can 
this this is a perfectly fine season of Stargirl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I I don't have much to say. I kind yeah. of in the back of my mind had it had it like so I'm pretty sure Starman's the back. <laughs> like I I what all of the quote unquote twists didn't really catch me off guard. Mm-hmm. Um I still like like it was I don't like it when people die and then come back and then come back and and all of this. So I, I was kind of annoyed at the moment icicles showed up and then and and I don't know, this whole other um what is it called? What's the human humanite? Yeah, the ultra humanite yeah. yeah, that took over that took over um Starman. Yeah. 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 Like he's the real bad guy in Starman's body, and then you have Dragon King back. Oh wait, Dragon Train's now an albino monkey. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. 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 But yeah. Yeah, it was it was cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we always said it. one thing. Yeah, I mean, we 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 Star is one of those shows that, especially when the other CW DC shows are really starting to like show their show their age. Um, with the exception of well, I know we still like Batgirl, not Batgirl, Batwoman, but um, but you know we kind of dropped the Flash because for obvious reasons and picked up Stargirl because. Like you said, it, I mean, it's a good show. I mean, it was, you know, it wasn't like blow, blow you off your socks, out of your socks story, you know, this show where it was like must watch TV, but it was, you know, it was a good hour of just solid, enjoyable television. Um, you know, especially because, you know, we really did enjoy that first season that when it was, you know, that first season was actually on the DC Universe app. Um, and it was, you know, it, it felt like I've I've really enjoyed all of the seasons. I mean, yeah. they've all had their peaks in their uh, in their pun intended yeah. valleys, mm-hmm. but um, like this show, all three seasons. Looking back on it, you can see the structure. You can see what yeah. they were doing. It makes a lot of sense. I don't feel like they wasted a lot of time with the characters. I think it had a very strong supporting cast. Mm-hmm. And um, the only person who ever really bothered me was Courtney. Yeah, I thought about. <laughs> yeah, actually, I thought about that when I was watching when I was watching the show last night, and when she had her her confrontation with the uh, icicle, because. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if you noticed, but she, she but um, Courtney, act, the actress who played her, she, she she adopted a different tone in her voice when she had whenever she reclaimed the staff from from Star from Fake Starman, um, and it was a, a more deeper, you know, confident. It was a more confident voice and, and confident. Uh, delivery uh, as far as mm-hmm. when she whenever she confronted confronted him and uh, I was like I, I thought of you at that moment because I was like oh I was like oh we, we got growing up Courtney now and you're right I mean that really that's all three seasons they really did did have that arc as far as just showing we had the learning the ropes first season the, and then the second season i guess we had the i guess it was more of the horror element and then and then this season we had the murder mystery 
and 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 seeing these characters grow o- over time. So the only character I felt as far as in the finale uh, that where was was Yolanda um, and, and you know because everybody else seemed you know Beth and Rick you know, were had their their nice little moment there at the end and Beth you know apologized to her parents and Rick you know got Solomon Grundy back um, but you Which know but Yolanda I don't understand but whatever. Oh, as far as Grundy? Yeah. Yeah, I guess he was just like kind of lying there just regenerating. And then and then he came back at the right moment. But, you know, but that, again, I think that was the, uh, as, as you as you as you noted, the creative teams were, were tasked to write two endings for your shows. One that. Yeah. Continue and one that where it may end and, and and you know what it did show because i mean ha- the, 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 all the action and stuff climaxed at the middle of the episode so the, other, the only other thing i thought was like i feel like it I felt like it was return to the king where we had like five endings <laughs> oh see i didn't make that comparison i felt like it was a classic flash ending like yeah. flash do that too any all of these cw shows typically that season finality finale is always action-packed for the first 20 minutes because they've already yeah. done all the setup yeah, um, yeah. that penultimate, and then you get your epilogue and your tease for the future season or whatever happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I do to an extent the moment where we went 10 years in the future, I'm like, dear lord, how much in the future are we yeah. going again? <laughs> so, so yeah. then I hear you on that Lord of the Rings reference. And I mean, Courtney still bothers me and will always irritate me. Just because I I have an I've been and I've explained this in the past I've had an issue when the hero like there's no, nothing to overcome and I I still don't really feel like she overcame anything. Um, I I felt like like it was interesting to have the final showdown with her versus Icicle, and then Pat versus Starman and and I was very. I, I think Pat had a very, looking back re- reflectively on it, had a very interesting arc in terms of being a former sidekick, mm-hmm. um, stepdad, and then becoming a father or accepted as a father to someone without one, as well as a hero in his own right and a leader in his own right. Um, and so I thought that was very clever. Yeah. Um, as yeah. well as with with a lot of these arcs, I I think it's it's um I'm not mad that we spent time to invest in this show and watch these mm-hmm. characters um overcome. I I think the the three seasons of television that they got they used very wisely. Yeah. Um, I'm honestly a bit mad that the Crocs died. Yeah. Um, because I thought they were fascinating. And mm-hmm. um, and I did like at the end how despite everything, like artist is like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna get revenge for my parents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I thought about it. And I was surprised. I was like, oh wait, why are we oh oh oh, oh okay. Got <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um so so yeah, overall I think they put they put a good bow on it. Um yeah. One thing, but, yeah. One, yeah. What I know. One thing you mentioned about Courtney. I just since it's our last time, probably ever talking about the show here on the podcast. As far as to overcoming things, 
the and I completely had forgotten about this until um this episode and 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 then with the the gambler's daughter and um delivering the note at the end because I was wondering like who is this character and I was and then it, it then it hit me like oh yeah that's right way back in the early part of the season she uh, was whenever the gambler was killed and they found that note that he left for her and 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 all and Courtney did have some challenges to overcome because remember first season she was all thinking Starman was her dad because her dad abandoned her then of course she did actually meet her actual father and and you know the guy was a deadbeat and even to the point where um he if i recall he the the, the locket that she had she actually actually gave she gave it to him so he could like pawn it or whatever to get like yeah whatever yeah, yeah. and and so you know and in that moment where she like reached to her chest whatever right. to her neck and stuff so i mean she did have some it wasn't you know she did have a a, a lot of emotional and attachment and fought, you know, you know those issues that she did have to overcome, and and of course, you know, whenever she gave the speech about whenever the the ultra humanite was talking to Pat, and and you know, and they had that, you know, like you said, well, Pat's arc, and then her saying saying the same thing how Pat became her father, you know, so th- I think that was one of her big arcs throughout the seas the three seasons, and then whenever she gave the gambler's daughter the note, I think that was that, you know, it was a couple of things. One, she did have some closure on, on that issue, but, but also she still had, she still, you know, that she still carries that pain. So whenever she like reached up and, you know, not knowing, you know, but she does, but she does have a father figure in Pat now. So, uh, so, you know, so there were, there were some things that she did have to, she wasn't like the, the perfect, hero i'm not going to use the the mary sue because i just don't even want to go there but <laughs> i'll use it she was so totally mary sue like you're not <laughs> convinced me no i i i hear what you're saying i under i've like that has been telegraphed this whole time yeah. i don't think i think that as much as i praise the writers for the arcs their narrative arcs and their story structures to me the flaw is this whole I'm without a dad, um, mm. especially considering from day one, we've seen her interact with Pat. Mm. And even though, yeah, this is about her accepting him as her father um, and kind of becoming disillusioned to to like this idea about her biological father, I just, it didn't work for me. And, and to me that... I don't know. It's it's just at the end of the day, it didn't work for me. And yeah, yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah. I still think she's a Mary Sue, but yeah. yeah. Or what's the male version of that? Did anybody ever figure that out? Because there uh, are uh, there Luke are Skywalker. Mary Sue boys. <laughs> the the maybe we just call him Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Luke Skywalker of it all. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um. Or, <laughs> but, yep. Well, and and we are going to talk about them again because, I mean, as you mentioned before, we're going to see her in Titans yeah. and, you know, potentially even The Flash. So, 
Yeah, uh, yeah, that was a nice little little nugget there at the end because that was another thing too. Jeff Johns did confirm that I guess the Jay Garrick that's on Stargirl is the same Jay um, on, on the Flash. I mean, I don't think he said it as he, he basically he didn't say it directly, but he, he he talked around it enough to be like, yeah, yeah, that's that's the same guy. So it's possible that we may see these characters from Earth to show up uh, on on the the Prime Earth uh, in the final season of The Flash, which we also got there. There, I guess the final season premiere is February eighth. So, um, and then we'll see Courtney again in Titans. If it's the same type, it's the same Courtney from our Earth. Like I, I put that theory out there that Gar may be reaching out to her. So, we shall see. Or she may be the same. Or she may be the Star Girl or Earth Earth Nine. But we'll find out whenever they return. Uh, whenever they return in 2023. Yep, the story never ends. Yep. Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, as Sarah said, the the never end, like they said, Dennis Stargirl. and you can find me on Twitter at Will M Polk W I L L M P O L K. And you can find me at S J Belmont S J B E L M O N T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Friend us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, and visit our website www.cenanerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. <laughs>